888-835-2414. This is Blogging with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 369, I'm going to be giving you my top blogging tips for 2020 and beyond. Blogging has changed. That's a fact. It's something that continues to evolve as social media changes the world at large. It's also changing the world of blogging. Google has had many mood swings. There's much more competition than ever before. And if you want to succeed at blogging in 2020 and beyond, you have to think strategically about how you approach it. But I still believe that blogging is alive and well, and in some ways more important than ever. The fact is that we can't continue doing things the way we did back in 2010. You've got to have that 2020 vision. In this episode, I'm going to be taking lessons that I've learned from blogging, from working with clients and other businesses, and share them with you. So my top tip for 2020 that's what we're gonna be talking about today what is up happy new year it man it is it is 2020 can you believe it i don't have like a a, a, um you know like new year sounds sound effects or anything like that uh to play right now but i just want to sincerely from the bottom of my heart wish you a happy happy and prosperous and awesome new year this is the first episode for 2020 and i'm excited like like i'm excited at a at a different level for some reason and i not for some reason because of the plans that i have for 2020 and i'm excited to share that with you as time goes on this is going to be episode 369 it's not going to be episode 369 it is episode 369 and you're going to find detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 369 anything that i mention it'll all be here first thing i want to tell you about though it's something that i want to uh, it's kind of like a favor of you this, this is your new year's favor for <laughs> for 2020 and i know i'm starting off by asking you a question asking you to do something, but it's all good. Uh, here's what I'm going to ask you. One of the ways that this podcast is able to reach people is through one simple action that you can take. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast episode for a while and you've gotten value from this, from not this podcast episode, this podcast for a while, if this has helped you, the first thing I want you to do right here, right now, wherever you are in the world, if you're driving in your car, I want you to nod and and say yes. All right. Okay, I see you nodding. Yes, it has been helpful. That is awesome. Would you care to let the the world know about that? Because that would be awesome. That is a great way to give some social proof and help me to get this message out there. Now, this is something that I do for free to provide you with value. And I want to provide way more people with value in 2020. So if you don't mind, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Number, number two, number one is nod your head. Number two, 
go to, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts uh, and leave a review. That, like, if I see reviews coming in in the first week of, of 2020, my heart is going to, like, flutter and it's going to rejuvenate me even more than I already am to go and create more awesome content for you. So if you can do that for me, that would be awesome. And the last thing is share this podcast with a friend. Because in 2020, we're going to be doing amazing things. I've got my team together. We are working on stuff and I am pumped. And I would love it if you could share it with one person. Okay? Tell, tell, tell your, your wife, tell your husband, tell your brother, your sister, your friend, your, your auntie, your uncle, whatever. Tell them about this podcast if they are looking to build an online business. They are trying to start a blog. They have value to share. You know, that friend that you know, hey, they, they share so much value that the world needs to know about it. Let them know about it. So, so can you do that for me? Now, if you only choose one of the things to do, that's leave a review. And I thank you in advance. All right. So what are we going to cover in today's episode? Number one, we're going to cover the challenges that bloggers are facing right now. Number two, we're going to talk about what that means for us as bloggers. And number three, we're going to dive into my top tips. I've got seven tips for you. And my goal is to deliver a, a ton of value, give you some tips so that you can take action on. Now, my goal is not for you to go and say, all right, Leslie said these seven things. I'm going to go and do all of them today. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I want you to take a tip. And I want you to focus on that tip and do that for a while and then take the next tip, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So let's jump in today's, to today's content. First thing we got to talk about is the challenge, the challenges. I want to give you a reality check because you may or may not be aware of this, but blogging is harder than it has ever been. All right. Yeah, I said it. Now, don't go ahead and like turn off the podcast episode and be like, ah, it's too hard. I'm done. No, 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 no. Blogging is harder than it's ever been. And the fact is, if we continue doing what we've been doing for the last decade since, you know, I started in 2008, right? So if I do today what I was doing in 2008, man, my, I, I, this, this blog is dead. Uh, I might as well wrap things up and call it a day. <laughs> Call it a year. Just call it everything because it is harder than ever before. Back in the days, in early Facebook, early Pinterest, early any of these social networks, you post a link. You post a link to your, your newest blog post. And you know what happened? And this is going to sound crazy to you. The people that like your page or follow your page, they would see it. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? I know. It is no longer like that because the algorithms have, you know, just changed things completely to where only a small fraction of the people that like your page will actually see the stuff that you post. And then, you know, all you had to do, if you wanted to rank well in, in Google back in the days, this is what you had to do, right? You write an article. Uh, let's say you want to rank for a certain keyword phrase. You put that keyword phrase in the article. You put it in the title. You put it all throughout the post. And then you, you just go out and, and do this artificial link um, generation. You, know, you get a bunch of links. All of a sudden, you're ranking number one in Google. It, it, it was a beautiful thing. Except it 
it was not that beautiful because there were artificial, it, it was more artificial. All right? Now, that is no longer the case. Google is way smarter than it ever has been. And as a result of that, we have to be smarter. So you have these changes with social media. You have these changes with Google. Now you have also uh, new platforms like Amazon Alexa and Siri and Google Assistant. And uh, this voice search has become a big deal. In many situations right now, myself, me, my family, if we want to know something, we don't go directly to, to, to our computers and start typing into Google. What do I say? I say, uh, I'm not going to say it out loud, but, you know, I sp speak to specific devices like the Echo and, and uh, Google Home, and I ask it a question. And you know what it'll do? It'll give me an answer. And you know what that means? I don't even have to go to the blog or the website or, 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 or the online platform to get my answers. So what has become clear? Actually, one more thing along the lines of Google, right? You go to Google and you search for something, right? And at the top of the search results, what do you get? You get an answer. In other words, you don't have to visit the website. You can get an answer without even going to a website. So that makes it more challenging. Now, a lot of people are freaking out about this, and I, I completely understand, because it's not as easy as it once was. But here's the thing. I'm actually excited about this. Yeah, I know. I, I sound crazy, right? Leslie, what are you talking about? It's harder than ever before. Uh, 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 it, you know, Google is giving answers without sending people to the blogs, uh, social media. You post on there, and, and, and you can't. You, 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 it's so hard for you to get visibility. Why in the world are you excited? Here's, here's why I'm excited. Because today, in 2020, if you do things better, if you be better, do better, you're going to get better results. Here, here's, here's why. And this resonates with me so much more than anything blogging has been in the past. Now, more than ever, we have the ability to connect with people in much deeper ways. You know, when blogging was, was, was much easier, it was harder to build a community. It was all about publishing content. And it was not as much about community. But now we have tools and resources available so that if you do things well, the benefits far outweigh the work that you have to put in. We, but in order to do things well, in order to do things well, in order... <laughs> <laughs> to do things well, we have to be better. We have to do better. And we're going to get better results. We have to get better at creating content. We have to get better at promoting that content. We have to get better at guiding people through our funnels so that we can build our businesses. We have to get better at what we do. And we have to get better at building community. And if we do these things... If we do it, these things, 
the results are going to be so much more rewarding. And that is what I am so excited about. I am not as excited about just having something published. I'm excited about publishing content that's helping people and building a community of people that are passionate about impacting the world. And that I can do better today than ever in the past. So the question then becomes, how do we be better? How do we do better so that we can get better results? And that's where my next section comes in. My top tips. I want to share seven tips with you to help you to be better, do better, and get better results. Tip number one. You ready for it? Let's, 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 just, let's just dive into it. Tip number one, narrow your focus. I know that doesn't sound revolutionary. That does not sound revolutionary, but I can tell you this. Today, more than ever before, when I ask people, hey, what are you thinking about starting a blog about? They start telling me what they're starting a blog about and, and what I get from what they are trying to do. Just yesterday, someone posted on Instagram and then they sent me a private message. And I love when people interact with me on Instagram. By the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, this is the year to do so. It, Leslie Samuel TV on Instagram. Man, I am going all in. I am posting there. Uh, I have, I have a, a process in place with my team. And we are, man, it's, it's ah, so much value. Oh, if you, got value, if you get value from my podcast, you, you, you need to be following me on Instagram because you're going to get that much more value. Okay. Um, someone contacted me and they told me what they wanted to blog about and I responded, man, it sounds like you want to blog about everything. And their response was, yeah, I'm passionate about so many things. I can't leave anything out. But the fact is, there is too much competition to be general. You've got to narrow down your focus. And the more you do this, the more that you're going to see that, uh, that, 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 that certain things are going to uh, resonate with people more. Here's, here's what I recommend for people to do. I'm a blogger, and I create content. I create a bunch of different kind of content about a specific topic, how to build a successful business with a blog. But as I create content, I'm going to see that people resonate a little more with a certain kind of content that I create. Well, what should I do in that case? I should go and focus more on that stuff that people are resonating with. I'll give you an example, right? Um, I've posted a lot of different kinds of content on YouTube. And what I've noticed is that when I post content on YouTube, some, some pieces of content, some videos do extremely well. Others, not so well. Others, they completely flop. And here's specifically what I've noticed. Whenever I do tech reviews, of equipment and, and, and programs and processes for bloggers, the views go up significantly. And I get views for weeks and months and years. And I remember I was at, a, I think it was Social Media Marketing World, and I was talking to Daryl Eves in the, speaking, the speaker room, and he looked at my YouTube channel and he said, dude, look at this. When you create this content, you get, Tens of thousands of views, hundreds of thousands of views. And when you create all that other stuff, you get like 200. Stop the other stuff and narrow your focus. Focus only on YouTube creating tech reviews for bloggers. 
And when he said that, it was like, duh. I mean, this is what people are resonating with when I put it on YouTube. Either tech reviews or how to use certain programs. How do you, I have a Snapchat tutorial on there. And that thing has gone crazy. Hundreds of thousands of views on those videos. So instead of, you know, trying to be, trying to be like Casey Neistat and posting vlogs that nobody cares about seeing for some reason, right? My life isn't that exciting. <laughs> Post what they want. And how do you know what they want? They will tell you. How do they tell you? By the actions they take. So as you create content for social media, as you create content for your blog, as you put stuff out there, pay attention to what people resonate with and narrow in on that thing. How do you know something is going to work? Because it's working. All right? So your job is to keep doing, and when you see something start working, focus in on that thing. So tip number one, narrow your focus. You read, oh, you know, by the way, I got to say something about uh, what I said earlier before. Casey Neistat, he's a vlogger on YouTube. If you don't know him, well, now you're hearing about him for the first time. But he is an amazing vlogger, and he shares his life um, and the cinematography, the videography, the editing, the everything that he does. It's just amazing. And I, I personally love that kind of content. And I would love to be someone that's creating that kind of content and have people just go crazy for it. That's what I, I mean, I would be excited about that. But it doesn't matter what I'm excited about. It matters what my audience is excited about. It's about them. It is not about me. And if I make it about me, man, I'm missing the mark. All right? So narrow your focus and make it about what your audience wants. How do you know what they want? They will tell you. You don't have an audience, you say. I, I don't have a bunch of people following me or anything of that sort. Well, you know what? If you have five people following you, if you have 10 people following you, and normally only one of them respond to your content, but you did something and all 10 of them are excited, that's a sign. That's a little bit of an indication to narrow your focus in that direction. Let's move on to number two. And this right here, Man, this is one of the things that has helped me beyond so many others. Number two, create better content that provides more value. Now, it, when I say that, it may not be exactly what you think. Here's what I mean by create better content that provides more value. Let's say you decide, man, I am going I'm going all in on this video. I'm going to start recording my, my video tutorials, my vlogs, or whatever the case might be, to put value out there in the world. Awesome. You do that. But don't just do it. Get better at it. How do you get better at it? Take courses. Invest. Learn. Read books. Like make your, Get better at your craft. Hone in on that. Don't just... If you're talented, talented at something, don't just accept the fact that you're talented at it because talent is not enough. You need to invest in getting better. If writing is what you do, become a better writer. How do you become a better writer? Study writing. Study great writers. Read books about writing. Take courses about writing. Don't just assume, hey, you know, 
I'm good at writing. I can do this. No. Invest and become better. Learn from the experts and don't stop learning. Do not get lazy. Too many of us get lazy with what we're doing. I'll give you an example where this is concerned. One of the things that I've been doing uh, recently is I am now um, a, a guest on the news at Fox 35 in Orlando, Florida. It was, a, it was an awesome opportunity, and it's something now that I do on an almost weekly basis when I'm back in the U.S. By the way, I'm in, a, in the Bahamas right now uh, with my family. Uh, uh, this, is, this is the week before this episode goes live, and we've been here since December uh, 16th, and we're leaving on January 8th, uh, which is a few days after this goes live. Um, uh, but when I'm at home, um, I am on the news in Orlando, maybe three to four times a month. Now, when I, I, one of the things that I do well is I speak well. All right. I've been speaking in front of audiences. I've been speaking on this podcast and, and because I've done it so often, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at it and I'm somewhat, no, not somewhat. I'm, I'm a natural speaker, a natural communicator. So when I did my first interview on TV, everyone was saying, oh man, dude, you are such a natural. You are so good at communicating. TV is meant for you. You're just, you're just gifted naturally. And what I'm thinking in my mind is, well, what you're seeing there is not a result of me just being naturally gifted. Actually, when I found out that I was going to be on TV, you know what I did? I bought a course and I spent four hours before the first interview going through that course and getting all kinds of tips, tips about how you sit up, the fact that you lean forward at a, a 15 degree angle instead of sitting up straight because it looks like you're engaging more with the people. Tips like you want to make sure to, to have three main talking points and you're always coming back to these three main talking points. You want to have one phrase that kind of knocks it out of the park as the thing that you want people to remember and how you communicate that phrase. All of this stuff is not stuff that came naturally. Quite frankly, if I went there and I was just my natural, eloquent self, the interview would not have gone over as well and they would not be you know, longing to have me back every, every time I can. It's because I invested my money, my time, and I studied from the experts. I was able to do such a good job. So don't just settle for the fact that you're good at something. Don't settle for the fact that you're great at something. Invest, learn, and become better. All right? Is that good? We're good with that? That's, with those two tips, you're good for life. So just, just, just do that, and I don't even have to. You know what? This episode is over. I'm just gonna start the mute. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to you. We got five more tips. Tip number three: 
focus on search engine optimization. Yes, I know what I said before. In Google, you're getting results even before having to go to blogs. And you don't have to go to blogs. But quite frankly, we still go to blogs after searching for things in Google. And you want to do the best that you can to rank as highly as you can for as many relevant keyword phrases as possible so that your ideal target audience finds you in the search engines. They come to your blog. They visit your blog. They consume your content. They they sign up to your email list. They go through your funnels. All of that good stuff. You still want to be on top of this process. And to go along with tip number two, search engine optimization is something I've understood. But quite frankly, it's something that continues to evolve. So what I've done is I've invested over the last two months, three months, I've been taking a bunch of courses on search engine optimization. Why? Because I want to get better at what I do. I want to rank higher. And man, let me tell you this. The amount of stuff that I've learned over the last two months. Myself, after 10 years of blogging, it's amazing. You got to continue to invest in your education. Um, But yes, search engine optimization is something that you want to focus on. If you haven't been focusing on it, this is something that you want to start learning about. I want to give you a few tips, but I want to let you know that I am going to, in two weeks from when this episode goes live, that's going to be episode number 371. I am doing an episode on blogging for SEO. And Man, let me tell you, let me tell you about this episode. I told you I've been investing a lot in my SEO education. Well, this episode is the result of me investing in my episode <laughs> in my search engine optimization education. The post that goes along with that art that that episode is over 4,000 words. It's that detailed. I go in depth on everything you need to know when it comes to SEO. So stay tuned for that. Two weeks. You just, we just got two weeks. And then you're going to get it. If you're, watching the, if you're listening to this in the future, go to episode 371 if you want to learn about SEO. That's going to be a, a tremendous starting point that's going to cover all of the major things that you need to be taking into consideration and a lot of the minor things. I'm going all in on that one. That one, man, it's going to be awesome. I want to give you a few tips. Number one, do your keyword research. This is something I've avoided for a long time. I don't. I have not enjoyed keyword research because I just want to create content. And I, and I know my audience. I know what they, they want to learn about. So I just create that. But listen, it is 2020. <laughs> you got to do your research because you got to know what people are searching for. If you know what they're searching for, how often they are searching for it, how much competition there is, you can create the right kind of content to get them to your blog. That is what you want to do. Keyword research is the way to get you there. Number two, organize and optimize your blog for searchers and search engines. You want to pay attention to a few things. You want to pay attention to your homepage, uh, 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 your menus, uh, the key pages on your blog. You want to make sure they are in alignment with your goals. So you want to organize and optimize your content, your blog, for the people that are searching, and as a result, for the search engines. Number three, irrelevant content, get rid of it. This is your blog. Your blog covers a specific topic. 
stop creating stuff that's not relevant to that specific topic because you're giving Google and your visitors mixed messages. Stop doing that. If you want to share other interesting things, use social media for that. We have social platforms for a reason. Do that there. And number four, Consider doing a content audit. This is something that I'm going through right now, and it's helping me to hone in on what my blog is about and, 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 and giving a better representation to the search engines so that they can do a better job at ranking my stuff. I'm not going to go too in-depth in all these things right now because, as I mentioned, we got 4,000 words. We got a, a very detailed podcast episode coming your way. I'm going to go all in. Listen, this is 2020. I got that 2020 vision. I want to provide you with more value than ever before. And that, man, that episode, whew, yeah, I'm excited about it. I hope you are excited about it as well. Let's move on to tip number four. You know, social media. Social media is a beautiful thing. Social media is a terrible thing. Social media is an awesome thing. Social media is a scary thing. <laughs> social media is everything because social media is a reflection of our day-to-day lives. Now, most bloggers approach social media kind of in a haphazard way, right? Uh, they go out there, they choose their, their their social networks, they start posting a whole bunch of stuff and 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 all this, uh, and maybe they 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 share some episodes, they don't share others, they share some blog articles, they don't really have a process in place. Now, I have a confession to make. I wasn't just talking about you, I was talking about me. <laughs> That what I described was exactly me. I didn't have a process in place for social media marketing. And it's a shame. You know why it's a shame? Because I'm the head of training for the Social Media Marketing Society from Social Media Examiner, the largest social media marketing resource on the internet. And I have no social media marketing strategy and process in place. Well, actually, I had <laughs> no process in place, but now I do, and I'm so excited. Now, if you don't have a process, you want to create a process. This is not an episode about social media marketing, but there are going to be episodes about social media marketing in the future. For now, what I want to tell you is this. Yes, I know that it's harder to get visibility on your links when you post them on Facebook, but there are always ways for you to kind of get creative about how you share your content on social media. Remember, Social media is about connecting with people. It's about engaging a community, growing a community, and all kinds of stuff. But you can also share your content if you're creative about it. Now, I'm going to talk a little more uh, 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 about how you can get creative about it in point six. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to have a process, create a process. We'll talk about some of that in a little bit. Um, and then I want you to have a way of evaluating if all you're doing is posting and you're not, you're never ever stepping back and seeing what is working, what is not working, then how are you going to improve? So have a process for uh, uh, evaluating what's working for you, not for everybody else, but for you. As you evaluate what others are doing and you start implementing those things in your business and your social media marketing, 
evaluated. Do when you when you post a certain kind of post, do you get more likes? Do you get more shares? Do you get more clicks? Do you, do you get more comments? Once again, it goes back to point number one: narrow in on those things. Now, of course, you can only go so far with this, right? Um, there are certain things that you can post to get lots of likes and shares that are irrelevant to your brand, irrelevant to your business. That's not what you want, obviously. But as you create stuff, as you post stuff and create community around your brand, around your blog, around your niche, pay attention to what's working. Analyze it. Like Peter Drucker said, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. Measure. Analyze. And if you see something is working, go deeper on that. If something, man, whenever I do this, I get nothing. Well, then stop doing it because you're not going to get anything anyhow. (laughs) All right? Okay. Number five. Let's go to number five. Tip number five. Build and refine one to three strong funnels. Listen. If you are following me, most likely... You are blogging because you want to build a business. If you are building a business, you got to make money. That's what a business does, right? A business makes money by serving people, but you have to make money. Now, I stumbled onto a very interesting video um, on Instagram the other day, IGTV, Russell Brunson um, from ClickFunnels. And he was asked a question, and the question was, What separates seven-figure funnel companies from eight-figure funnel companies? Now, when I heard that, I was like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Man, we just went straight past the six six figures and we went all the way to seven and eight. That's, that's, That's some serious numbers there. But I did not expect the response that he gave it kind of caught me off guard and what i'll do in the uh, in um uh, uh the the show notes for this episode becomeablogger.com/369 i'm going to include that video so that you can check it out but this is this is what he said and he said you know first of all what i expected is he was going to talk about all of the intricate funnels that people were creating because, you know, he's a click funnels guy, right? Um, and, and, and how they had all this advanced automation and all this yada, yada, yada. But instead, he focused on simplicity. This is what he said. And this is not verbatim. This is my summary of what he said. It's not about how many funnels you have. It's about how well your few funnels are performing. It's about how well your one or two or maybe three funnels are performing. In other words, what he's basically saying, and I don't know if you'll you'll notice a trend here, is narrow your focus. Focus on simplicity. The big, you know, eight-figure earners are the ones that aren't necessarily creating all these different funnels, but they have one funnel. And what they're doing is they're running people through that funnel, and then they're testing that funnel. They're, they're making slight changes to see how can I get more people from, you know, when they land on the page to actually sign up. How can I get more people when they sign up to actually go through the content? How can I get more people to do the stuff that I want them to do on this one funnel? I don't know about you. For me, 
that was a relief because a few weeks before watching that video, I created this very complicated mind map of all these different funnels that I was going to create. And in this complicated mind map, I had a I had, and, and, uh, I had like a bunch of uh, free resources that I would be giving out. In this complicated mind map, I had a bunch of different pathways people can follow. Uh, th- they can flow through and all this stuff. And I was really, really kind of excited but also overwhelmed because now I had to create all of this stuff and all these emails and all. The, uh. Well, then I watched this video and I was like, that makes sense. So rather than the the 10 uh, different lead magnets and all this, no, I'm going to focus on one, make it the best that I can. Add another, make it awesome, and maybe add a third. Right now I have two funnels that I want to continue to tweak. And then maybe, keyword maybe, add a third. So don't overcomplicate things. Keep things simple, but build that funnel, whether it's one or two. If you have none, start with one and stick with that one for a while. Make it better, make it perform well, all that good stuff. By the way, I'm here in the Bahamas and um, I'm upstairs in the, the room that we're staying in and I'm smelling food. Somebody, probably my wife's father is downstairs cooking something and it's getting to that point now that I'm recording this episode and there's water in my mouth at high. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm, I'm not even hungry, but it smells so good. Oh. Oh. Hopefully I'll make it through the next two. You know what? I'm just going to end this here. I, I'm going <laughs> to, no, I'm just joking. I can't do that. Too. Come on, man. We're cooler than that. I can't do you like that. All right. So that was tip number five. Let's get to tip number six. Tip number six. Expand your definition of content creation. That's tip number six. Tip number six goes along with tip number four. Be more strategic about your social media marketing. Well, now I want you to expand your definition of content creation. For a blogger, the content we create is, you know, when we think about that, we think about the posts that go on our blog. We think about the articles that we're writing, or we think about the video that we made, the, 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 the podcast. Right now I'm recording this podcast episode, and there's a detailed article to go along with that. This is what we think about when it comes to content creation. But the average internet user's habits have changed dramatically over the last five years, over the last three years, over the last year. (laughs) They don't just, you know, visit blogs. They're on social media. They're watching videos. They're watching live videos. They're watching pre-recorded videos. They're checking out stories. Uh, They're taking quizzes. Uh, They're listening to podcasts as, as they drive to work. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with focusing on written content. But if you're not exploring these other forms of content, a story is so simple to make, right? You, uh, these six-second videos or three-second videos or 10-second videos, whatever. You're just giving people an insight into your business and, and, and your brand and, and, and your values and so on. There are so many different ways that we can create content today. Don't ignore all other forms. Maybe you'll say, hey, you know what? I'm uncomfortable being on video. I don't listen. This is going to sound harsh. I don't care. 
I don't I don't care that you're uncomfortable. No, I do care. I'm 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 trying to sound harsher than I am. The fact is this, it's not about you. I want you to let that sink in for a little bit. Here's what I realize. In so many instances, when we say, you know, I I'm uncomfortable doing this, whether it's on video or listening to my voice and so on, we're making it all about us. We're shining the spotlight on us and say, you know what, this is something that I'm not comfortable with. It's not about you. If it's all about you, you will not build a successful business. It's about your audience. It's about where they are. It's about what they are looking for. You know, we talk about keyword research. The reason you're doing that is because you want to know what they're searching for. Well, the reason you're creating videos is not to see yourself on camera. So it doesn't matter how you look on camera. It doesn't matter how you feel on camera. What matters is, are you providing value? So stop being so focused on yourself because it is not about you. It's about them. So if you're not making video simply because you're uncomfortable on camera, get over yourself. If you're not making video because you're uncomfortable on camera, get over yourself. Yeah, I'm talking to you. This is kind of awkward because I'm talking to you and I'm looking in front of me and there's a picture of my daughter. <laughs> and I'm saying, get over yourself. So it feels like I'm telling my daughter, get over yourself. And that's not what I'm doing. But it fe- like I feel like she's looking at me like, daddy, why, why are you telling me this? And she looks so cute with this pink bow on her head. and Okay, I'm, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> Listen, your main value is the content you create. And by serving that content in various forms, you can reach new audiences. So just do it, yo. It's 2020. Have that 2020 vision. Let's move to the last tip. Tip number seven. All right, you ready for it? Uh, I, I already mentioned this before. But it's so important that I want to focus in on this right now. Tip number seven, build a community. Listen, I know this this sounds like a buzzword. Everybody's talking about community and Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg is, it's all about the community. But really, if you want to build a successful business online, focus on building a community. Focus on building a community around your content. And if you build a community around your content, you're going to have people, they don't just know, like, and trust you. There will be a community that know, love, <laughs> and trust you. You're going uh, to be creating a place where people feel like they belong. And if I belong here, this is where I want to be. There's a book I have to recommend. It's by my good friend and fellow mastermind member, Pat Flynn, and it's called Superfans. Listen, get the book if you care about building community. Just get it, all right? Trust me on this, get it, because it is so practical and it gives you some really good uh, 
strategies and tactics, simple things that you can do to build a community. If you're a blogger in 2020, this should be your goal. And here's the good news, right? If you build a community, you it, it's no longer a situation where you need millions of readers. Quite frankly, you can build a successful business, a six-figure business with, like um, uh, Kevin Kelly says, a thousand true fans or even less. If you have a thousand people that are so into what you're doing that they're willing to spend a hundred dollars a year with you that's like eight dollars and change a month guess what you have a six-figure business and and you didn't need a million people you didn't need a hundred thousand you didn't even need ten thousand or five thousand people not even two thousand that is (laughs) you didn't need that But by building that community, oh, man, you're ready to take over the world. And that's what's up. So let's wrap this together. Let's tie this all together. Let's bring this home. The world of blogging, yes, it has changed. But it's such an exciting place to be in right now. In fact, if you take these seven tips seriously, it's going to be even more exciting for you. So we're bloggers, right? You and I, by the way, oh, actually, let me, let me leave that for now. Uh, you and I, we have a tremendous privilege. And here's this privilege. In 2020, we can serve a worldwide audience. We're blessed to be able to build communities. And if we do our job right, our jobs right, we can build successful businesses. So what we need to do is step up our game and take the right kind of action. Now, if you're the person that wants to take the right kind of action, you know, I'd love to help you. I want to give you some guidance that you need so that you can take your blog to the next level. I want to hold your hand. I want to show you the right steps to take And if you'd like to find out more about how I can help you, I want you... Oh, and of course, join my membership community. (laughs) Check out my coaching club, bloggercoaching.com. Next week, oh man, we've got an amazing episode coming up. An interview with Jamila Soufrant from the Journey to Launch podcast. And what she's going to talk about is how to leverage podcasting to grow your brand. Man, she has some amazing tips. I can't wait to share that. I can't wait for her to share them with you. Ah, man. So make sure to listen. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. If you haven't left a review, just do me that one favor. This was episode 369. Uh, You can find the show notes. And these are detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 369. Head on over there. Listen, you shouldn't be taking notes while you're driving or something like that. No, I got it. I got you covered, man. I got you covered. Anyhow, if you're trying to go from idea to blog, you need that help. You need that guidance. Go to fromideatoblog.com. I will help you. I'm just going to show you how to do it. That's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless.
three five two four one four.